Welcome to Unfiltered with Ellie and Tamsin. I'm Ellie Zano. I'm a mindset and empowerment coach and a Reiki energy healer. It is my soul's purpose to educate, empower and inspire you to reclaim your power, to stand in your truth and to embrace your freedom. Hi, my name is Tamsin Young. I'm a collective consciousness coach and I specialize in mind, body and soul realignment. I have access to the Akashic Records and it is within my soul's contract to help you live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share our personal journeys and share with you the tools to how we reclaimed our power and now live our life on our terms. Now sit back, relax and open your mind to bring clarity, difference of perspective and to release your true power within. Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Ellie and Tamsin. We're back again for the second part of our roles in relationship. Today is Monday the 28th of March 2022 and gosh I am excited about this episode Tamsin. How are you? Hello, welcome everybody. Yes, part two of roles in relationships. This is so exciting because for me, I feel like we there was no way that we could even touch on as much as we wanted to in part one. Yeah, so true. I, th- I think, you know, you said before we could talk about this for days on end and I think we could still be, um, you know, we still have more to say and it would be amazing to have more people um, give us more of their and their feedback and their insight into you know roles in relationships their thoughts their beliefs their culture you know where it comes from obviously we're speaking from our own perspectives and you know perhaps our own experiences as well um but yeah i i I find that this day and age we are experiencing so much around this um, these roles and relationships, and perhaps I think we on at the end of our last um, episode, Tamsin. I think we talked about how there's so much confusion in the roles today. So much. I find that that's probably the main direction that everything is. You know, we we've we spoke last episode about the the generations of roles and where certain perspectives came from and why and um, how we got to where we are now today within our roles, whether whether it comes from, like you mentioned, a perspective of religion or culture or you know, uh, placement of living or your environment or your parent, like there's just so much that we can touch on and we really do want to get other people's perspective and insight around these these topics because they, it, 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 I, I believe it can come down to your upbringing and, and your belief system or what you were taught and how you were taught it and 
for for this episode, I think it's really important for our listeners to grasp a bit of an idea around where it is that we come from and how it is that we are individually living our lives um, and the dynamics within our own relationships and potentially mm-hmm. how it is that we have identified how we got here and um like we've mentioned in previous episodes Ellie and I are mums we work from home and that alone is huge <laughs> it's not always easy but in in our uh part 1 we mentioned how women just have to do it all there was there was there's been such a generational lead up to women doing it all and the fight for for rights and you know and now we're here you know now we're here where we feel like we are stepping into that power of our uh feminine energy in balance with masculine energy or you know without stripping our partners away from their dominant energies as well um it's there's just so much it's just so so much whether it's just confusing or whether it's just identifying differences or you know living a life from our own perspective or you know there's just so much that we would love 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 to get other people's insight and opinion or own perspective around this topic yeah absolutely yeah and I'd love for you to share a little bit about your your role um and you know what the dynamics are in your relationship with you and your partner because like you guys have got a really cool thing going on which you know a lot of men are you know becoming more okay with but I'd love to talk about that so that we can kind of get more into you know around that masculine idea of you know breadwinning yeah yeah Yeah. it is it's funny isn't it because um women were once the homemakers and men were once the breadwinners (laughs) so you know even just phrases like that it was like men had to go out and bring the bread home while the women cooked the bread because they were the homemakers like it's just so simply simply said but the dynamics within the relationship with my partner we have two children we have a home together um my partner has I met my partner while I was working at a station he was working at a station you know we just came across each other in life we were both workers, so there was no um, gender difference there in who works and who doesn't. We were just individually living our life. Um, we then, you know, fell in love, got together, you know, moved in with each other, had children. During that time, I was the stay-at-home mum, and that was fun. That was cool. That was, you know, that was just... There was no thought behind who or what would be on either side of breadwinner or homemaker. There was no thought. That, that's just 
in my life, not something that I thought would be the case. Now, years down the track, four years, my my daughter just turned four, so I have been a stay-at-home mum for four years, obviously doing things, you know, on the side to fulfil myself and live my life's purpose and follow my intuitive nature without focusing too much on money. But, you know, where energy goes, money flows. So it, it we were never in a scarcity mindset of feeling without. Now, during this time, my partner worked and he worked and he worked and he worked. There was no thought about whether or not he would or wouldn't. And now, four years later, he isn't working. But that is our choice. He isn't working because throughout those four years of me being a stay-at-home mum, building my businesses and following my intuition as to where it is my purpose is, I now and we, we now as a family have the ability for him to choose whether or not he wants to work. And so during this time of making that exchanged decision, that I was going to be the worker, there was a bit of a underlying mindset around, well, what what does what does he do? You know, there were moments where he thought, I I I I'm a worker. I've got to, I've just got to work. That's just what I got to do. That's how how it is. And, you know, we, we, we had conversations and we had to discuss whether or not his perspective around that was due to him feeling fulfilled and living his purpose or was it generational belief systems. And, you know, we had those very open, deep conversations and, you know, it did. It, come, it came down to the fact that he just felt like that's what he was um, taught to do and think and be and you know so now we have we have come to terms with that and we have been very accepting that you know I have been the stay-at-home mum for four years and I you know it's not necessarily that I put my career on hold like a lot of women do because I wasn't up until that stage I well up until now basically I wasn't really even had a direction in a career. I didn't know my, um, you know, my my giving, um, my my purpose. I didn't know that until only recently, and that's when we knew and made the collective decision together that it was time. It was time for me to take action within that direction of being the worker. But on the other hand, I don't even necessarily, and nor does my partner necessarily even see it as technically working because that alone is a built belief system of, you know, working for the man. You know, there goes another phrase that we are, you know, wired to say and think and believe within society. So now I've been the worker for the past six months and he hasn't. And it's been great, you know. He does have days where he, you know, would love to go and do something physical because that's what he's 
previous job was in high demand was physical work um but he does have he 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 definitely definitely has more days where he says that he just loves being at home with the kids he loves um being the father the the on hand dad that isn't as acceptable or or i mean normalized as we believe it should be so it's more just teaching and teaching our children teaching ourselves and relearning the way that we want to live our lives rather than living our lives based off what somebody else has told you through potential generational um makings so That to us is the way that our dynamics work is just being open to living life by design through your own wants and needs. Mm. Yeah. And I I think it's so powerful, um, everything you've just said there, it's so powerful to be able to um, see and know so many people who have had this, I guess, you know, life change when it comes to the man staying at home, being a stay-at-home dad and having that ability because I think so many men over time, you know, have actually missed out on seeing their kids grow up and spending their time, their quality time with their kids um, because it is, you know, that mentality that the, because the man has always been the, the ones to go out and, and make the money um, in many families that men have missed out on those years with their children and you know I I was talking with my dad yesterday about all of this and he said that it was a a very big thing um back in the 50s and 60s he was born in 52 um but you know for him growing up in the 60s that was just kind of the done deal the man would go out and um, you know, he kind of said that, you know, majority of the men were like, you work until late, you know, you don't come home until you kind of, you know, whether they go to the, to the pub or whatever after work, have a few beers with their boys and then they come home to their wife and their kids. But, you know, most men weren't um, used to coming home and spending quality time with their children. So, I can just look back and think far out. We've had like maybe quite a few generations now where they've had absent fathers, you know, in, in that upbringing. And that's, you know, what our men have learned also to be not to be in their children's lives as off, as much and as consistent. Very, very different. Um, yeah, really, really different perspective. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, and, you know, I think this is our main word of uh, description throughout part one and, you know, continued is it's just confusing. Mm. Yeah, it is. It it is confusing. And and where do you go with it? What's right? What's wrong? I don't think anything's right or wrong. I think, you know, the, the, the thing is, though, that we have, likely grown up in a world where what is right is that the man goes to work and the female stays at home (laughs) but I think we're seeing and I'm feeling a lot too is 
the females are, are rising and saying, but we want to be seen, we want to have our independence, we want to earn our own money, we want to have all of these things and more too. We don't want to just be sitting in the background being that woman that has to be the stay-at-home mom. And, you know, I've met heaps of women who have said, hey, I love being a mum, but I also love working. And there is nothing wrong with that. You know, just because you're a mum doesn't mean you have to be a stay-at-home mum who has to, you know, be be with your kids 24-7 and never go out to work. And I think, yeah, there is that pressure now for women to have it all and to be all. And that is that is a huge pressure. I feel it myself. I, I want to work and I want to be a mum at the same time. Um, both of those roles are really, really important to me. But it's trying to find that balance um, because in my relationship, my husband works away. He works away for two weeks at a time and then he's home for two weeks at a time. So whilst he's home for those two weeks, it's great. However, um, when he goes, I've, I've got to do and be it all again in those two weeks that he's gone. So it is a really, um, it's a really hard, sometimes very challenging process to go through. And it's like up and down these humps constantly. Life is changing all the time. But there is this desire within me to have it all at the same time. I want to work and I want to be a mum and I, you know, I still want to be able to cook and clean because I still enjoy those things. But where's the balance and how do, how do we find that balance, especially because my husband is, he likes to be the person to earn the money. He loves his job and he wants to do what he wants to do as well so yeah it's um it's great that you and your heart your partner Hanson, have been able to discuss what's really important for you guys um and that your uh yeah your partner was able to you know accept that that role of being able to for the kids um and he loves it it's just amazing <laughs> yeah it is it i think i think it is it's the way the world is going. See, for me, in my perspective and my relationship and our family dynamics, I see a lot more women doing and being more because they have come to realise that over our generations we had to choose did you want this way or did you want another way rather than being and doing it all? Now we've lived a a couple of generations of women being it all and having to do it all and not that that's necessarily changed because like you're saying is that, you know, you still work for yourself, you, you run businesses, you have children, your partner works away, he still does that side of, you know, what some men still perceive as their roles. But on the other hand, it's kind of like women are starting to realise that it's okay to get help in the kitchen. (laughs) 
not that it ever wasn't okay, but it's really understanding that when a man helps, for example, for a very simple forward example, when a man helps in the kitchen or with the children, that doesn't actually take away from his masculinity. That just means that he's stepping into being a freaking father. Yes, and helping because the house is just all of ours, not just mine to look after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It, I was going to say about, you know, the, the different roles in, you know, the masculine and the feminine roles in relationships too, uh, you know, the, the whole the man takes care of the outside and he does the lawns and the gardens and the whatever else outside and the bins and the the female you know does the cooking and the cleaning and the washing and the 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 children and like you know that's been something for years right well you know in my situation I take out the bins you know I I have to look after the pool and the you know the fruit and vegetables and I you know have to look up outside and 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 do all those things when my husband's away I'm not the greatest at it but like I do do it and you know the bins have to be emptied every every week so you know us women have to do both roles too sometimes we don't always get you know a choice necessarily it just falls in that in that way to do to do it you know we've got to consider these people who are single and alone as well you know they have to do it all (laughs) Yes. It's a completely different perspective, I think, when you are alone or, you know, even as a single parent. Um, I've been there and oh, it's it's challenging. It really is because you then have to take on both roles, you know, to do everything in the household. Mm-hmm. And it is so normal. Like it's so... I mean, that that is a whole nother perspective to come from when, you know, let, let's say we go back to the 60s and 70s where it was super, super, super frowned upon for divorce or breakup or, you know, a family. Let's say a man and woman were together, they got married and had children if they wanted to get a divorce that's like it's like so forbidden you weren't allowed to you weren't you had to stay with that person forever till death do you part and you know it's now said that 50 percent of marriages end in divorce so then there's that whole next level of being a single parent or potential co-parent or, you know, there's a whole nother level of dynamics around how families and roles in relationships work due to, you know, sometimes, and I'm sure on the other hand, you know, you're with your husband except he works away two weeks at a time so you have to play both roles in within that relationship, Mm -hmm. especially dynamics for your kids so it's just there's just so much for us as a as a society to take into account that either way you want to do things is okay either way you know if you if 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 a woman wants to go out and do the lawns or go to work or whatever 
you know, society mm-hmm. perceives as, um, you know, a male-dominant job or a female-dominant job, it doesn't necessarily matter <laughs> whether it is a particular gendered role dominant thing. Yeah. If you feel like you want to do it or it brings you joy or it makes you happy or it fulfills you, then just do it. Like just mm-hmm. there is no... There's nothing other than a stereotype being wired into us over generations, which is why I understand it's hard, I'll add, but nothing. If telling you that you can't, if somebody is telling you that you can't do something because that's not your, that's not your gender role, mm-hmm. but, you, but, it, but it's fun and it brings you joy, then somebody else's opinion shouldn't stop you from doing that. No, exactly, exactly. And I was just going to say, you know, along with those opinions, I guess, you know, we have for many generations lived with the opinion or the belief that has been drilled into our men that they have to be that breadwinner, that they have to provide for their families. And, you know, sometimes I sit back and I, you know, over the years I've I've thought about the men you know, that I have been with in my life, you know, I think, you know, before you obviously get married and have children, all of us women are independent. We, we know what it feels like to work and have all of those things. And then as soon as we get married or have children, you know, particularly once you have children, if you don't go straight back to work and you become a stay-at-home mum, you know, we actually are the ones that are sacrificing our careers or our jobs. Um, we're the ones that are sacrificing our bodies and, you know, it, our sleep, our sleepless nights, you know. Um, in a way, men's worlds continue on just the same, you know. However, I have sat back and I've kind of wondered how men actually feel having to be, you know, I guess being given those messages of that they have to be the breadwinner. So if they were to be out of work for you know, whatever reason, you know, what what kind of choice does a man have? You know, will that affect his self-esteem? Will that affect how he feels about himself and his, you know, his role, you know, in his relationship with his family? You know, um, I, f- I find this so interesting but at the same time I find it also disturbing that, any man feels as though he has to be the one who creates an income on his own. It's like he's got to carry everybody and the world on his shoulders and without him it's like he doesn't feel like he's, uh, he's got purpose or somebody or he's somebody um, unless he's bringing in the income and su- supporting everybody in the family and I struggle with that mentality because I'm a real team player. I like to um, be as an equal with my partner. I like to, you know, be able to go, okay, well, I can work and you can work and we can do it together. Um, so it's a really difficult thing uh, for me. I know, you know, with my husband, he has that, that mentality of he has to be the breadwinner. He has to be the person to support everybody. And despite my my beliefs around wanting to be equal and, and, you know, doing it together as a team, he doesn't see it um, that way. So it's a real, it, it's a struggle in that aspect. But 
yeah, I, I do sit back and I, I think, you know, when did we go so wrong with that? You know, is that really, is that really, you know, <laughs> is it a dominant thing though too, you know? Is it about power? Is it about control? I mean, you said last in our part one, Tamsin, that when you were doing all the research that even though women were able to work and have her own account, she was still never allowed to withdraw her money unless the male signed off on it. Mm. Like, what the hell? So, you know, have we just kind of willingly given men this role and just kind of sat back and just said, yeah, no worries? Um, is that, do you, do you see where I'm kind of coming from? Like that whole role of being the, the breadwinner, is, is that a control thing, do you think? I mean, I, I, I think, I think that there could, it could definitely play a part. Like, uh, it's hard. It is really hard for me to say yes or no, because in our day and age is the only perspective I can come from, from my belief systems, my understanding and what role I play uh, within my relationships where where did it come from why did it happen uh, the generational um uh wiring of society for males and females um you know the way that women have been treated over time or um men have been treated over time because you know like you said is that would it have been the same if in the beginning of time, we were to have asked men in our fathers in relationships, how does it make you feel to have to leave your house, your wife or your partner, your family and your home to go to work to be able to create enough money to be able to afford the home that your family live in that you don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And from there, like I look at it and go, like we were talking about before, like with your partner, like he gets to experience being at home with his kids and getting to know them on a really intimate level. Like, you know, us as mums get to do that. And I just kind of, I wonder how this whole, you know, having to be the breadwinner and having to leave the home and having to, you know, not be around the kids 24-7, how that actually has an impact on the father and their role within the family. Um you know, down the track because I'm sure that they would, you know, feel like they miss out on, you know, the, the first walking and the first words and the, you know, all those little things, this first smile. You know, a lot of parents miss out on that because both parents are, you know, now working more. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just see it from a, a massive, um, I wouldn't say massive, but just, just a, I see it on a scale of like, I guess, you know, if men feel like they've got to meet this requirement and then they miss out on all those other milestones and those other, you know, one-on-ones with the family time, have they just learned over time to just toughen up and just accept it and not pay any attention to it? Is this why we have a lot of mental health with men these days as well? Um, you know, are we like these roles like you know we've said it's it can be so confusing you know 
are everybody's needs being met in these roles in and dynamics in relationships with the working and the the being the mum or the dad at home? Mm. Yeah, there's just so many different uh, perspectives to come from. There's just such a huge disconnect, you know, the, the disconnect of uh, wondering and asking or, you know, to your partner, whatever whatever direction you want to go is, you know, is it, it would a man ask the stay-at-home mum, do you like being a stay-at-home mum? Like, does it fulfil you? Does it bring you joy? Isn't it frowned upon for women to say, you know what, well, I don't like it. It's like I love my children, but it's okay for women to say, I don't want to be at home 24-7. I don't want to have to fulfil all these roles. I don't want to have to wash all the dishes and clean all the clothes and cook all the dinner. But it's it's also okay for a woman, a woman to ask the dad, the man, how does it make you feel? Like, do you like having to go to work every day? Except there, there was up until now, I believe we are, there was such a huge disconnect. And I felt like, I feel like now in, in, in the, in 2021 and 2022, we are going through such a huge, huge change within roles of relationships we're seeing far more fathers, far more males at home or, you know, we're seeing them changing their direction in career or changing their direction in work or how it is that they make money or, you know, living situations. We're seeing women building their own businesses rather than working uh, for a traditional business. We're seeing men opening up about, you know, where it is that they see their lives and why it is that their lives have been so um, traditionally lived, whether that's like you mentioned in the beginning, religion or culture or, you know, environment. We are seeing so much energy from both roles both genders coming together and saying rather than feeling as though we need to meet a a role in relationship let's start living doing things that we enjoy based on our views and not the opinion of others yeah, or the society's expectations and idea of those roles. Because I think that's what this really comes down to. Yeah. For years we've lived under a society um, expectation and idea of what the, the feminine and the masculine roles should be in relationships. And I love how you just said that, that more people are starting to do what aligns with them. And I think, like, yeah, just naturally the way that the world is going at the moment, people are being drawn to um, find different ways. They are literally being drawn to um, have their own business and have more control over what they do and, you know, what they spend their money on. Um, I feel like, you know, like you said, more men are becoming stay-at-home fathers and I think that's because, you know, we 
we we both understand you know network marketing relationship building women know how to build relationships with people so women are like what 80 percent of um the highest income earners in network marketing because of that so this is why there is so many more women like being able to work from home as well because they've got those types of businesses on the side that are bringing them income while they bloody sleep and men are able to retire from their jobs and and be home more and be with the family which is just fantastic um but i think this is happening naturally i really feel like more people like even though there's still this confusion i feel like it's a possibly a confusion that's happening for us um, in in the aspect that people are being um, pushed in a direction to have to start questioning the, the social norms and maybe find a different way. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it goes so much deeper than our perspective and our norm. And, you know, we are seeing a lot of... Um, a lot of things break away. We're seeing a lot more than just roles in relationships or feminine and masculine energy, um, you know, employment or income or, like, the way that our world works. We're seeing a lot of things changing. A lot of things, um, a lot of people are realising that, you know, like you mentioned, our social norms aren't actually fulfilling. They're not, it's not aligned with our purposes. It's not aligned with our joy. We feel like we've been on autopilot for God knows how long. And we've just been doing things because that's what we're told to do. That's what we're, that's the systematic way of being. And we're seeing that it's changing for us because it doesn't work. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I that know. It doesn't work. It really doesn't work. I think we're going back to the way it should be. And all that is is to express yourself within your life out of love and joy. Hmm. Now, doesn't that win? Yeah, always. Love and joy. Always. And, <laughs> and I love that, actually. we We have touched on this because I didn't, I didn't actually expect, you know, the roles in relationship direction to go to this point, even though, you know, that's my opinion, that's my thought pattern, that's the way that my world is. But, I mean, this also could carry on to our beautiful next episode, which hmm. is going to just open up another whole box of, direction and enlightenment and perspective and our complete and utter unfiltered insight of the world right yeah absolutely i'm yep. so excited what is um the next episode what is our next episode maybe we should actually catch everyone up on the next direction of our episodes and how we're going to be changing it a little bit adding a little bit more spice adding a little bit more flair <laughs> to what we're going to be talking about because up until mm -hmm. now I think it is important for our listeners to know that 
We've been giving you all our very unfiltered but education perspective on who we are, how we got here, why we are the way that we are, uh, our backstories, our family stories, our, um, you know, just so much around where we come from. And now I think it is super important for our listeners to know that we are going in a direction of potential controversy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's controversy in everything we've shared anyway, but I I agree. And I think it's time that we start um, allowing our listeners as well to see, um, you know, where we are going is also because of our journey and where we've come from and what we've been through ourselves and why we now choose to to live where um, we are. So I think, yeah, this is going to be really exciting to um, share our next episode with everybody. And um, Do we want to tell everyone what it is? Um, yeah, you can remember the name. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure our next episode, so don't quote us on this and don't hold us to it, but I can't. I'm pretty sure our next episode is called Are You Living in Fear? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you? Thanks for Are you, living? <laughs> Are you living in fear? Because mm-hmm. I think it is. It's really cool that we did a part two, that, which was a bit unexpected, but, you know, sometimes you just got to roll with what we are given and our intuitive nature, like we continue to re- reassure everybody, is that that's what we live our life by, our purpose, mm-hmm. our alignment, and our intuition guides us. So we did a part two and now we're going into our next lot of juicier juicier episodes and looking forward to asking people a lot of questions around are you living in fear absolutely yeah can't wait wait. all right as always such a a brilliant episode today listeners got a lot out of it um if you've got anything to share or anything to say please contact us on our socials um, and check out all of our previous podcasts, episodes on Spotify or Anchor as well. And, um, yeah, let us know what you think. And looking forward to seeing you all next week. Amazing. See you. Bye, babe. Hi, Ellie here from Unfiltered with Ellie and Tamsin. If you're enjoying our episodes so far, please share them with your friends and family so they too can be gifted with what Tamsin and I have to offer the world with our unfiltered opinions, unconditional love, truth and wisdom. If you have any questions for us, please email us at unfilteredpodcast.et at gmail.com. To connect with and to find out more about us and what we offer individually, please follow us on Instagram. You can find me, Ellie, at empoweredfreedom underscore coaching. And you can find Tamsin at realmumlife1820. Thanks so much for your support and we look forward to sharing more with you all soon.